This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, Episode 38, Another Word from Our Clients. Traditional financial planning is no longer working. And in the new normal economy, your hosts, Mark Willis and Holly Bach, invite you to join us as we engage the new and improved steps for establishing financial sanity. Be curious. Be stable. Be sane. This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast. Helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode with Not Your Average Financial Podcast. Uh, with me in the studio today is our host, Holly Bach. Welcome, Holly. Hello, everyone. And Katrina Willis. Hello. And we're so glad to have you all with us today. Uh, we've been going through, over the last oh, almost a year now, we've been going through quite a bit of detailed data, numbers, uh, we wanted to give you something fresh, something different today, and we wanted to share some real-life individuals, some actual in-the-flesh people who have been doing the bank-on-yourself concept to structure their foundations for their finances in safe and liquid money. Uh, so that's partly what we wanted to spend some time doing today, and, and, and we have a special guest in the studio today with us, Christine Peace. Welcome, Christine. Hi, guys. All right. So we are going to go through some questions with you. And we want to get a bit of a, like a real live, actual bank on yourself revolutionary. And we caught one. We brought her right into the studio with us today. So tell us a bit about your uh, background, a bit about your story. Just tell us a bit about yourself and your story with money. Um, well, I am the administrative assistant at Lake Growth Financial Services. Woo! Um, I'm also a photographer, world traveler, babysitter, and accountant for my family and a lot of other things. Um, with my story about money, I am a treasurer at our church and, as I mentioned, the accountant with for my family, self-appointed <laughs> accountant since... Uh, they did not know what to do with the finances. I stepped in and was like, here, we should do this. You wore your superhero cape. There you go. Nice. And I am an aggressive saver when it comes to money. So that's where how finances fit in my life. And before you and I met, um, and we have, I've just loved getting to work with you uh, for the last few years here. And before we met, uh, what were you doing that was working and in finance? And then what was frustrating you about where you were financially? Well, as I said, I'm an aggressive saver. So I've been putting my money away in CDs and money markets and um, different savings account. But what was frustrating was the extremely low interest rates, barely anything. It was like 0.01%. Mm-hmm. And that's just, uh, it was just frustrating to have that. And then the other option to have high, like high interest rates was to put in the markets. And that I've seen what happened to, uh, f- to my family members and close friends of where they, when they put their money in the market and um, their frustrations that they go through when uh, the funds are going up and down and they don't know what's going to happen. And they're constantly checking up on their funds and checking up on how the stock market is doing. And I just didn't want to go through that. So I chose the less risky route of putting it in the savings account. But it was just frustrating to see how there was barely any growth for my funds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you did first stumble across the bank on yourself concept, and so you maybe kind of heard about it in some capacity, what was your initial reaction when you heard about it? 
my initial reaction was like, that's that's not true. This is this is too good to be true. Um, I need to read the book, which I did. And if you can see the my copy of the Bank on Yourself Revolution, <laughs> it's full of um, post-it notes and questions and just trying to see like, how is that possible? And bringing up these um, promises and guarantees, and I'm like, wait, how can that happen? And I had to have a very deep discussion with Mark Willis about um, all these questions that I had that kept coming up with all the uh, with the Bank on Yourself book that they kept promising, and I was like, how can that happen? So. Yeah, I remember we went to a, a coffee shop a few times because, remember, you had just started working for us. I got to believe that as you were reading this book, you're like, what did I just get myself into? <laughs> what kind of job is this? So we went uh, we went out and talked about the concepts you were reading about. And I loved it because I got to drink, you know, espresso and drink lattes and whatever while we got to do Q&A. So I was loving it, but I'm sure it was all brand new material for you at that time. It really was, yes. And so what did you do to kind of finally determine that it was something that you wanted to pursue for yourself financially? Well, after having all those questions answered, um, it really helped me see that this is a safe and secure place to put my funds, uh, as well as a um, place where there is a lot of growth later on, which is what I what I like. I like I'm a um, aggressive saver, and I w- I would I didn't mind putting it into the low interest because I knew that there wasn't risk putting it in those savings mm-hmm. accounts. So having uh, a financial vehicle where I could put most of my savings and watch it grow um, over the years is something that I was I definitely wanted to get into. What is it really like to have a boy policy? It is, it gives me peace of mind, is what I can say. And with that peace of mind, knowing that um, my future is secure, knowing that my finances are secure, um, allows me to uh, take adventures Mm -hmm. with the funds that Mm -hmm. I have available. Um, Say some more about that. What kind of adventures do you mean? Well, I am a world traveler. At least once a year, I go across the world. I go into Europe or to Asia um, just for fun. And I like to, you know, visit people and see different cultures. So I like having this peace of mind that I know when I return home, I will still have my finances in a secure vehicle. Um, So that's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And what would you say is something that most people don't know about Bank on Yourself, but probably should? Well, I think one of the best things that Bank on Yourself has to offer is the loans that you can take on yourself, on your own policy. Um, And that's something that not all insurance policies have. And when I used to one of the biggest questions I had with Bank on Yourself is like, you're putting it into a life insurance policy. Life insurance policies are not beneficial until you die, and then you're not gaining anything from it. It's only those that you, your beneficiaries that you're leaving behind. So 
bank on yourself policies is much more than that. Even though it is a whole life insurance policy for in, for my case, um, it is also a vehicle that allow you to take funds from it, borrow against yourself, and then pay it back when you are able. So it's still I even though I put most of my savings in there, I'm able to draw them back out and still allow them to grow securely. Did I answer your question? Yeah. No, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. I, I was uh, actually, um, who was it? It was Allianz recently did a study of affluent clients, affluent policyholders. And this was, uh, they put that at 100, 000, people who make over $100,000 a year. And they said that 65%, I need to double check my math, but I'm pretty sure it was 65%, better than half, did not even know that loans were possible. These are people who have whole life policies and didn't know that you could access the money. And of those that did, they had no idea how it worked. 85%, 85% of those that did know you t could a, take a loan didn't know how the loan feature worked. So even those that have policies, and I wouldn't recommend, you know, nothing against Allianz, but I wouldn't recommend them for a bank on yourself type policy. Even those that do have whole life policies, many people just don't have an idea of how the whole thing works. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, Christine, what future plans do you have for your bank on yourself policy? Actually, in the near future, um, my sister and I are looking to purchase real estate. What? Yeah, oh my and <laughs> I have been planning on using my policy. This actually wasn't my original plan with my policy, but um, now that I've had the policy for a couple of years, uh, I do have enough savings in there to take a loan against myself and use it as a deposit for future real estate that I would like to own. Yeah, that's exciting. That's yeah. very exciting. The, the plant world traveler to real estate mogul. Mm -hmm. Thank you, bank on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and Christine, just kind of as a, a final thought here, um, what would you say uh, to someone who, you know, is maybe kind of um, at the point that you started at, and they're trying to to determine and figure out a bank on yourself is something that'd be a good fit for them. You know, what would what would you say to someone who's kind of at that beginning stages and that initial part where they're trying to figure it out? Well, if you want uh, a secure financial vehicle with growth that goes beyond what is set before you. I've seen clients uh, with their illustrations of like, this is what your guaranteed values are going to be in the next two, three, four years. I've had the, the unique experience of actually seeing those policies grow more than what was promised. So if you mm -hmm. are willing to, um, you know, put your funds in this secure financial vehicle, I would say go for it. Go for the bank on yourself and become your own banker. And that's saying a lot because you talk to insurance companies every day mm -hmm. and you see the mechanisms of how it works and you see how the client interactions with the insurance companies play out and what, what's actually, you know, as they say in Chicago, how the sausage is made. <laughs> you see it every day and, and you are a policy owner and you are an advocate. Um, I think that speaks volumes to the whole process, the fact that uh, you, you've seen the 
the naked, the emperor has no clothes, whatever, behind the scenes stuff. Behind and the veil, yeah. Behind the veil, and you're still a raving advocate, and you're still, engaged. I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's just really, you can't get a better testimony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can imagine uh, when you're the kind of the bookkeeper for the family and a church, th- that there's probably a lot of tremendous, I don't know if responsibility or anxiety or what the, num- the word would be, uh, to not lose that money. I mean, if you lose mom and dad's money, that there goes Thanksgiving dinner. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so by putting it in the market, that's the risk. But you, it sounds like your original plan was let's just leave it in savings, cash savings. It sounds like this is a good, happy medium, that this gives you some good growth and your family is taken care of and you don't have to worry about, you know, uh, having a taste tester uh, try that gravy on, on your next Thanksgiving meal, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are yeah. there any other? No, so for finally, sort of a parting piece of guidance on money uh, for our listeners, and then we'll say goodbye. A parting piece of guidance. Um, do your research, read the book, and ask your questions because you will have questions mm-hmm. and they will be answered. And only then can you have like complete peace of mind because all your questions will be answered. There mm-hmm. is, and you will be happy with the answers. And go back and listen to all the previous episodes yeah. <laughs> of this oh, yeah, podcast. Of course. <laughs> What's your favorite podcast? No. <laughs> yeah. So, well, thank you very much, Christine. So what we'd like to do next is give everyone a chance to hear from a few more. And we, can't, we couldn't find time to get all the interviews in. We really wanted to get from, uh, get the perspective from Christine specifically, but we have a number of other uh, friends and clients and, uh, and others that have been working with us for years, and we wanted you to hear their stories too. There's so many incredible ways. Some people call this infinite banking in part because it's infinitely applicable. You can use this in so many ways. It's so creative. Our clients are some of the coolest people on the planet. Uh, that have come up with incredible ideas, things that I couldn't have even come up with on my own. So I'm very proud to give you guys this short montage of a number of different friends and clients that have called in uh, through voicemail. And Christine, you've been kind enough to collect those over the last few weeks, and now we're ready to share them with the world. So uh, enjoy this little montage. Hey, this is Ben Berry, and my wife, Erica, and I absolutely love our bank on yourself policy because It just does so much for us. We wanted to get out of the stock market, so we liquidated our 401k plans and just got ourselves going on a great policy uh, because we wanted to have life insurance. We wanted to have um, hope in our retirement. And uh, we also wanted to have an, an incredible way to have a savings account, something that we could draw from and pay ourselves back and make money on that at the same time. So, and we also ended up opening up a couple of policies for our two little kids. So it's just done so much for us, given us peace of mind uh, about our financial future, about our retirement, about, God forbid, something happens uh, to one of us, we'd have that death benefit. It's such a blessing to us, and uh, we're so glad to have it, and we just recommend everyone that we have a chance to to get on a bank on yourself policy. It's been fantastic. So grateful to Mark and the whole team there for what they're doing. Because of my bank on yourself policy, both my wife and I were able to pay our daughter's college tuition, even though I was out of work and underemployed for about seven months. 
we're also able to keep our policies in good standing because we're able to take out loans against those policies. Uh, currently, I'm gainfully employed and making more money than I ever have before, and we were able to even take out another loan last week to purchase a, a new car. Uh, I think Bank on Yourself is one of the best-kept financial secrets, hands down. Because of Bank on Yourself policies, and we have four of them, we are abundant beyond belief. We have been able to purchase five properties, and we feel like we can depend on Bank on Yourself. It's being good to your money and enriching it with good energy. And that's a way to for your money to work for you. Because of my Bank on Yourself policy, my husband and I were able to sell our business. We were able to take out a loan to get us through a time when our business was uh, hitting a rough patch with flooding and just random stuff going on. And that helped us prepare our business to be able to sell rather than having to close because we didn't have any cash flow. And, you know, we were we didn't have to go to a bank to take out money to finance that that period. We didn't have to go to a credit card or, you know, put our personal expenses on the credit card. We were able to cover our expenses through the bank on yourself policy and then, you know, pr- start preparing the business to sell a few months later. And that was perfect. Um, it really set us up in a, a really good place. Because of our bank on yourself policy, we were able to take care of our business debt and our student debt, and then also able to use our policy to weather the storms, whether it's polar vortex or whatever kind of ebbs and flows that came through business. And we were able to do it in a way that was sustainable, not in the risk of the market, and able to uh, use that when we needed it during the hard times and during the great times. My bank on yourself policy enabled me to meet the requirements of my publisher for my nonfiction book on the Chicago Haymarket Affair. I was able to secure copyrights and photographs for the book, uh, which I was required to be responsible for financially. So I was able to do that. And I now have a contract signed for a second book and look forward to the uh, same ability to support my publisher. Because of my bank on yourself policy, I was able to become debt-free, save for retirement, and best of all, my money grows even if I spend it. No other product allows you to spend your money, and yet it still grows and works for you at the same time. Because of bank on yourself, I have an opportunity to fulfill the American dream of having my own place, a car, and someone that I can build a future and a family with. And I and I thank God for you and the Bank on Yourself policy for that. Hey, Lake Grove team. It's Grady Barons. So just wanted to share an experience from using my Bank on Yourself policy. Uh, while my policy is still growing, I was able to use it to improve my credit score and therefore refinance my student loan at a significantly lower rate. And uh, when I say that, I mean we saved around $5,000 over the life of the loan. I was looking at refinancing my student loans late last year and realized that my credit score and therefore my interest rates didn't really reflect the amount we have in our bank on yourself policy that, that is a usable liquid asset. 
So as long as I still have to use student loan credit, I want to make sure I receive the best offers that I can get. So it pays to have the banks and creditors see our full value and make offers accordingly. To fix that, I took out a policy loan for almost the maximum and moved it into my bank account. Once it was there, I requested an increase in my credit card credit limit. And I'm, you know, you might know this, but credit utilization is a key ingredient into your credit score. So a higher credit limit without spending changes is one way to improve a credit score. In this case, when they saw my actual loan assets in the bank, I received roughly double the credit limit I previously had for my credit card. Uh, but more importantly, my credit score jumped 19 points, which moved us into excellent credit territory. And really, most importantly then, we were able to refinance my student loan at a much lower rate because of this improved credit. And that saved us roughly $5,000 in interest over the life of the loan, plus a $1,000 retail starting bonus with the new loan provider. Then meanwhile, I paid back the loan for Bank on Yourself after just a few days. So my interest paid to my Bank on Yourself policy was really nothing compared to the savings that I had on my student loan. So all in all, I'd say that worked out pretty well. Well, talk about infinite applications. Yeah. I mean, just in those quick couple minutes and couple quick testimonies, we covered how many different uses and how many different ways that people have used their policies to better themselves financially. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> and we're just talking about the same thing. You know, normally I, I feel like so often in the financial industry, there's all these different things where it's like, oh, you need to chase this vehicle for that and this one for that and use this for that. And it's like, no, like. <laughs> yeah, you got your use, 529 for college. You got your 401k yeah. for retirement. Yeah. And then you got your, your savings account, your CDs for, you know, saving, just general saving for buying cars. And then you've got your car, you know, car loans yeah. is actually probably the more common <laughs> thing people are told to use. You have your mortgage for your home. And it's like, no. Just do bank on yourself for all of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it can yeah. do all of it for you. Um, and so I think, you know, that, that definitely struck me as we were listening through uh, those recordings and, you know, certainly some of those stories I knew and some of them were uh, new to me as well. And I guess even just kind of thinking about uh, ben Ben's story at the very, very beginning, the, the first gentleman that shared, you know, he mentioned that he liquidated his 401ks. And um, his his retirement accounts that he had in order to do this, and not that that's necessarily always going to be the best fit for everyone, but I think that shows um, a level of kind of commitment and kind of seeing the power of this because you know he he doesn't sound like he's fifty nine and a half yet, so no. I'm assuming yeah, yeah, yeah. assuming you know that means that he had to pay that you know early ten percent penalty and he had to pay the taxes on the on on all that money. I mean he took a hit in a mm -hmm. way, you mm -hmm. know, like a quote unquote, he took a hit on that. But to him, the value of what he's been able to do with it since has, you know, far outweighed, you know, what that potential cost might be. So I think so often that can be easy to kind of get your head wrapped up in, oh, but I, I'll take that financial hit. Oh, this is going to cost me something. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do that. But this just goes to show that if you can get yourself to that point, and if you can kind of take that plunge, be willing to see a momentary kind of, um, you know, kind of a momentary slide back now, mm -hmm. but it's for the, you know, kind of exponential increase um, in the future and later on. And so I just think that, that that really struck me. It reminds me of the, when you garden and you put a seed in the ground and you, you push down on that seed, you know, like a 
you have to bury it a little bit, goes mm-hmm. down, looks like it's going the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with a little bit of nurturing, a little bit of sunlight, a little bit of water, and poof, you get growth that far, far outweighs the seed size and mm-hmm. scope. It's amazing. Yeah, well, and I think to an extent also, like when you're in something that's potentially, you know, quote unquote, not good for you, I think there's a very real reality to sometimes it has to get a little worse before it can get better. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. to, to get out of something that's not the right fit. Yep. In certain circumstances, that's true. Yeah. What um, stood out to you guys? Oh, man. Um, I I love and know so many of these people, and I love seeing what's going on in the life kind of spurring forward without any issue. I, Grady's story just blows my mind. I mean, that's some clever maneuvering. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was his idea all the way, by the way. Yeah. S- very smart work. That's very, very good. And then... Um, Joe Ruley, you know, dear friend, love his work and his writing. He gives excellent haymarket tours in the South or in the West Loop if you are in Chicago and like that sort of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that he secured the copyrights and the photography through a bank on yourself loan. You know, he was able to really propel his um, work forward. And it turns out, uh, you know, he's already on to his second book now that's as fantastic. a result. So that's great. Very good. Yeah, I've, I've just been so privileged to get to know so many folks here. I was, you know, in particular, it's hard to pick a favorite, right? There are no favorites. I'm so proud of uh, uh, Brandon and Amanda. They they went through a pretty big transition recently to sell their business. And right before that, it was a rough patch in their, they talk about it in their audio there, the rough patch they went through. They would have had to close their doors or go into credit card debt just to survive kind of that slow spell in their business. But no, they used their own policy, weathered the storm, not only did they make it through, but then they sold the business at a profit uh, just not long ago. Uh, so, you know, for so many people, that would have been the end of their business. Uh, if all their money was wrapped up in their business or in a 401k or somewhere else, that would have been the end of their business. But no, they were able to not only get through the tough spot, but become stronger as a result. Uh, that's one of the most anti-fragile things I can think of. Not just strong, but anti-fragile. <laughs> so I'm a yeah. big fan of that. Uh, we're running out of time for today, everyone. So we want to give you a chance to send in your ideas, your thoughts. If you have any feedback, comments, suggestions, uh, hop on our calendar. Let's chat. Let's hear what your ideas are uh, with this strategy. Bank on yourself. So go if you'd like to, go to uh, Not Your Average Financial Podcast and click on Request a Meeting, and we'd be happy to discuss things with you. So thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. This has been another episode of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. To join a financial revolution and start thinking different about money, go to www.nyafinancialpodcast.com and click Request a Meeting. The topics presented in this podcast are for general information only and not for the purposes of providing legal, accounting, or investment advice. On such matters, please consult a professional who knows your specific situation.